0: Okay, today is an entire and very short parak, the shortest parak in Lukutemarim in the first 53 chapter, section of Tanya, parak of Zion, chapter 47, which maybe means many people remember having memorized it because it's the shortest chapter. So we begin the chapter by saying, our sages tell us that in every generation, we have to look at ourselves as if we literally left Egypt. The altar Rebbe takes us a step. Further, a big step further, and says we have to look at ourselves this way every single day. Every single day we have to demand ourselves to leave our Egypt, our limitations. As the Reb explains, that every time the godly soul is leaving the imprisonment of that snakeskin of the body, to be fused with God Himself, which is what happens every time we learn Torah, do especially when we accept upon ourselves Hashem's kingship, Hashem's sovereignty, which as we've learnt at the end of chapter 42, we discuss this idea, but that's what we're doing when we say Shema. So in Shema, you're accepting upon yourself in in speech, you're articulating your acceptance of the sovereignty of Hashem over you, of God's sovereignty, which pulls down and creates this tremendous union that we spoke about last chapter, chapter 46, this tremendous, tremendous union between you and God. So therefore, every time that happens, you're leaving Egypt. Your soul is free. We say in Shema, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Hashem is our God. Hashem is one. What do you mean He's our God? How did He become yours? So the Rebbe says because you're nullified to Him, just like. It says the God of Abraham had to become Abraham, because Abraham nullified himself to God, which is what caused Abraham to ascend closer and closer and closer on a higher and higher level, because of how he nullified himself. Now Abraham had to forge the path, right? He was the first, but for us, we inherited this relationship. We got it as a free present. We didn't have to work on it. What is the free present that is the connection between us and God? The Torah. Because in the Torah, in God's Torah, in his divine code, he encased his will and his wisdom. And his will and wisdom are absolutely one with him. So when he gave us the Torah, he gave us, so to speak, himself. That's why it says, the Zahar says this on the verse, which we translate it as they should take me. And then the word truma, which truma symbolizes Taira, tyra that was given in 40 days, if you switch around the letters. And through tyra, you're taking me. So when we have the Taira, which we didn't, we got, we inherited this relationship, we got it as a present. Within the Torah, we have God himself. So when we learn the Tyra, when we do the Tyra, when we fulfill the Tyra, we have this enormous, enormous, as we are discussing in the last chapter, intimate bond between us and God that's happening and that's causing our personal exodus, our personal leaving of Egypt. So what's to prevent this relationship between me and God? Nothing. Just you. Just your whole power. Just a few, like, eh, I don't care. Whatever. Maybe tomorrow. I'm not so interested. So when the person's tuned away, the person's not interested, okay, it doesn't happen. Because you do have to learn the time for this to happen. You do have to do the mitzvah for this to happen. So if you don't want, if you're in the space where you don't want this relationship, okay, it's not going to happen. But as soon as you want it, as soon as you say yes, I want this. I am accepting God as my God. I'm accepting his sovereignty. I'm notifying myself to him as, ex- as is expressed by my Torah learning and the performance of my mitzvah. Then right away, there's this enormous, intimate fusion between you and God. There's the leaving of Egypt, Exodus. Which the Rebbe says is why at the end of Shema, we talk about leaving Egypt. Which is something our sages puzzle over because they're like, how did that get stuck here? It's got nothing to do with the mitzvah of Shema. Then there's the mitzvah of Shema, which is the first paragraph and second paragraph, and then there's a third paragraph, and tapped on there, we talk about the Exodus from Egypt. I'm like, why? That, that there is a commandment to remember the Exodus on a daily basis, but what is it with Shema? Why is it here? The it says now we understand why our sages incorporated within Shema the idea of leaving Egypt. Because when you do Shema properly, and you accept upon yourself God's sovereignty, and therefore you have this fusion with him, this allows you to leave your Egypt. This allows your soul to be free. So through Shema, we literally come to Yitzhiazmachari in the Exodus. Any questions?